Physical and logical security. Where do they converge? Where do they integrate? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with a specialist in this area, Ron Lander. He's the chair of the ASIS International Information Technology Security Council. He's also chief specialist with Ultra Safe Security Solutions. Ron, thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. No problem, Tom. Thank you for inviting me. To get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in security, please? Uh, I'm retired from law enforcement 23 years as a sergeant uh, with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. And uh, then I went into the security business, and uh, now I'm an award-winning consultant, author, speaker, and integrator uh, serving the greater western United States and uh, some points on the East Coast also. Some of my clients are Stanford, U- University of California campuses, St. Jude, uh, and other corporations, some which want to be announced and some don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, how does your unique law enforcement experience with the Sheriff's Department help you today in information and logical security? The Sheriff's Department uh, was just coming into the, the day of information technology when I was uh, involved with it in the 80s. I was working Data Systems Bureau, and uh, matter of fact, I was in charge of distributing uh, compact death pros with uh, with uh, 128 megabytes of memory and two 20 megabyte RAM, two megabyte hard drives and uh, 20 megabyte hard drives. And I was the everybody's friend because they wanted to have one of the 20 computers being distributed. So. I was involved in the early ages of automation and law enforcement, and I've kind of migrated through technology and law enforcement to uh, the private security side. So I know both sides, and I know they complement each other, because just like uh, security, law enforcement is all about metrics, uh, getting the information correct, uh, getting people, uh, locating people, and tracking people where, where necessary. So we've talked about this convergence of logical and physical security for years now. What are the barriers that still remain to prevent it? A couple of barriers are uh, the users themselves. Some of them can't grasp the uh, need to uh, to integrate systems. Some are comfortable in, in their their environment and don't want to push forward. However, what's happening now is there are a lot of systems that, that we call legacy systems that are no longer supported by their companies, and the, the corporations have to pay the money to get the technology up to date uh, for, the, for the sake of their clients, employees, patients, visitors, whatever the business may be. So as organizations start to think about a convergence, and it's something that they want to do, what are the... I guess the topics they have to be most mindful of as they approach this? Uh, compatibility and communication. Making sure that when you move forward and you start planning a an access control or a video surveillance system, that the system is, uh, the systems are compatible and can communicate with each other. It's kind of like having a house with a, uh, with one key for the front door, another key for the back door, another key for the side door. You want to make sure that everything communicates is on the same uh, same uh, platform. So, Ron, a number of organizations have made significant investments in physical security, certainly, and then logical security, and they're siloed now. When they start talking about convergence and they have to make the case for this, what are the handful of business benefits they're really going to sell this plan on? Uh, economy of scale. It's like having uh, running a building with two air conditioners and uh, 
getting one larger air conditioner to cover the entire building. Uh, you're going to have one platform to support, uh, be it IP or analog as far as technology is concerned. There's still some analog systems that could be integrated very well, uh, which are a combination analog and digital. IP being uh, when, a, when a component dire plugs directly into the Internet or into the intranet inside the system. Uh, they're eventually going to have less staff uh, because what we're finding in uh, the computing community at largest finding is that a lot of people uh, out there are computer savvy. They can figure out what's wrong with their mouse, what's wrong with their keyboard. Ten years ago, they many companies had three or four people going around the, the campus helping people uh, uh, set up their monitors and mouses and keyboards, and we're finding that uh, they can pretty much take care of themselves within the limitations that the corporation gives them. And lastly, it's efficiency. All right, they're going to get more efficiency. You're talking that one platform and uh and of course integration itself the fact that one machine is is talking uh to both your access control and your video surveillance system well, you know, it's kind of an obvious question, Ron, but I've got to ask it. I mean, efficiencies are great and, and cost savings. How do you know you're more secure by having a converged organization? Uh if you have a converged organization, you've got the the best technology available at the time for your budget. Uh, you've got your access control talking to your cameras. For example, if a camera, uh, this is a the first step in analytics. If a camera sees motion in a hallway, but it did not see that a door was opened by an authorized person, it will set off an alarm. It could very well have set off an alarm when the door was opened by an unauthorized person, and then uh, activated that camera or brought that camera to a to a 30 frames per second speed that will give you true motion for the perpetrator or the person walking down the hall. Now, you've seen a number of organizations go through this process. What are some of the hidden traps that they've got to look out for when they're trying to converge these silos? Uh, communication. They need to communicate uh, with the staff. Uh, for example, I went to, I visited a hospital, two, two separate hospital campuses recently, where the security department had 99 cameras under their control. However, after doing an inventory of the entire campus, we found out that separate departments had their own camera systems, all on different platforms. They had 256 cameras. Uh, because, for example, uh, the pharmacy got 12 cameras through, through their budget and, uh, uh, supply, Supply uh, support got uh, 20 cameras through their budget, and everybody's on a different platform. So making sure you're communicating and also the infrastructure itself. You are limited by the infrastructure. However, uh, wireless technology and cameras is coming down and getting more and more popular on a real local basis. Now, you've mentioned a number of different types of organizations. You just mentioned healthcare. You've talked about um, academia. You've talked about business and government. If you could typify, are there sectors in the private and the public that are better at convergence now, that, that can sort of be models for others? Well, there's there's several that are being mandated to get better. For example, HIPAA, HIPAA in, in the health industry, health healthcare productivity is increasing but the expense for automation is is increasing also they are pushed into automating and being more accountable for their customer and client data 
uh, the the banking industry is also being forced into doing this. And when I say forced, uh, that's a that's really a positive because the bottom line is they're going to have more efficient and more communicable systems to give them the information that they need. Ron, when you look at the landscape today, are there specific security threats that you think really call out for a better, a better logical and physical coordination? Uh, one of the most prominent ones that comes up about once a week on the headlines is workplace violence. And we, we're seeing that there's a shift in, in the workplace violence. There's a lot more domestic w- workplace violence and, uh, and uh, economically based workplace violence where somebody comes in and is upset because their loan didn't get approved or because uh, uh, they, they got downsized. There's a lot of very high-profile cases that involve just that. Then there's terrorism. There's homegrown terrorism, which could be somebody using the company's resources to build a bomb themselves or, or some sort of a trap, or in foreign terrorism. So they can't always look for a foreign-oriented uh, terrorist to attack them, but they have to protect for that. Uh, the theft of intellectual property. Uh, I do a presentation on uh, computer security for the road warrior, and uh, my best my best recommendation at any time is when I do a presentation is if you don't have to take your corporate laptop, don't, uh, because there's too many opportunities for that laptop to get lost. Uh, shoplifting, the technology in shoplifting, uh, analytics in shoplifting has increased uh, significantly. Uh, now with an- the proper analytics, a-, a company can track when somebody is uh, standing too long in a certain area or or loitering, so to speak, in the, in the uh, shaver aisle or in the drug aisle where, where they have some of the some of the over-the-counter drugs, which can be diverted very easily. And then, then there's diversion itself, diversion of property, theft of properties from off the loading dock. That's just to name a few. Final question for you, Ron. What advice would you give to organizations that, that are looking to improve their physical and logical convergence and looking for some quick wins to demonstrate their, their forward motion? I'd say hire a consultant and do it right once the first time. Uh, I have found myself and, and others in the in the consulting business who are go into a situation that could have been handled a lot easier for a lot less money nine months or, or a year earlier. So make sure you hire a consultant. I just left a place where I, I gave a, a, the gentleman a price for a, a, an hourly rate for doing some consulting before they do some building. He said, I'm not sure if we have it in the budget. Well, he may be calling me in nine months because uh, somebody didn't do something right. They didn't have a good project manager, or didn't have good direction, never thought about a certain backdoor or something like that. Uh, and the bottom line in any technology that has to do with video surveillance is, is the evidence, is the video evidence worthy? In other words, you got a clip of this guy pulling a robbery, stealing a car, attacking a person, but is it something that you can take to court? Are you sure this is the same person? Some people are are too cost conscious and want to get a cheap system just to see walking stick figures on a on a monitor. And uh, when it comes to the big one, and they have to produce something that they can take to court and support, nine times out of ten, with today's technology and today's application of technology, the evidence isn't worth a, a, a conviction if that's the only tool that they need to convict somebody. Ron, that's excellent advice. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Okay, thank you very much. It was my pleasure. We've been talking about the integration of physical and logical security. We've been talking with Ron Lander of ASIS 
international, and ultra-safe security solutions. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.